We're recording. How are you doing today, Jackie? I'm good. How are you? I am doing great. Um, minus it being slightly warm in here. It's going to be okay. I think we'll be, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. I, I'm really appreciative of complimentary water. That's yeah. great. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. I, I mean, you need something to wet your whistle mm-hmm, when you're talking for mm-hmm. an hour. A whole hour? Is that what we're doing? I mean, that's what I typically do. Okay. Do you think right. we can go that long? I can talk forever. It's not a problem <laughs> with me. <laughs> now, uh, you said you've done podcasts before. Yes, uh, just, you, just you do the one, media though. things all the time. I do. What yeah. is what is that like? Yeah, no. So I'm kind of um, one of the many faces of high caliber carding. So oh, we're just jumping uh, right into high caliber. Yeah, I mean, well, that's where I'm doing all of those things at. So it's <laughs> for my job as the marketing director, aka the master of mischief. That's what I do a lot. But that's your title. Yes, the official title is master of mischief but for people who don't know what that is I'm the marketing director (laughs) so um but I do a lot I I appear on commercials a lot I do morning talk shows I do podcasts radio commercials everything like that so what is that like what is that like yeah I mean what is it like being essentially the face of a face a face a face 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 of many faces (laughs) of many faces yes um my boss has been saying the face I was like no no I'm just one of them (laughs) but um, it's great. I absolutely love it. Uh, I've always kind of been, um, I guess, an attention seeker, you could call it. <laughs> but uh, this is just part of the job. I mean, uh, as if you actually view this video or not, I have colorful hair. It's kind of died out right now. But I've always kind of been a peacock. So I don't mind getting in front of the camera or behind a mic or anything like that. And just, you know, letting my weirdness come out in all these different shapes and forms so So do you typically prepare for it I mean what is the process like uh, for you going on camera because I mean obviously you're representing like a company a business um I mean, for me, like when I do the podcast, I'm like, I'm just representing myself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's not like I have to worry about what I say necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of filter free. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have dressed up a little bit more had I known that there was a camera here today, but that's okay. But I think people appreciate uh, the, like, the, the down to earth. Yeah. Jackie. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? I usually, so to prep, I do usually, you know, have a full face of makeup on. I curl my hair. <laughs> I make sure I look fun and friendly. I'm very intentional in all of my outfits and even like down to the jewelry and everything like that. Am I accenting correctly? All of those other different You're things. accenting. Yeah. Like with my jewelry, like, oh, if like right. so high okay. caliber has like, you know, our primary brand colors are black and red and white. So I do a lot of black and red in my jewelry and my eye makeup and everything like that to match my media jacket that mm. I usually wear. I think you, I think I was wearing it the yeah, day that you, you recorded. Yeah. This bright, sparkly, sparkly, <coughs> excuse me, bright, sparkly <laughs> red jacket. I, I call it my media appearance jacket, so I do wear it for like all of our interviews or big events or anything that we wear, uh, anything that we do there. So, um, but to get in the mind, so that's what I do physically, uh, and then to get into the mind space of being that face and being that almost like a character, right? But I'm right. playing myself right. <laughs> because I'm naturally fun, I think. But <laughs> um, uh, I uh, I usually listen to certain music, you know, uh, on the drive-in. Like I had like one of my bops on. I was like, yeah, this gets me in the right headspace and everything like that. I crank up the music. I um, try to take a nap beforehand if I need to. I know that's mm-hmm. kind of weird, but if I know I'm having a long night or anything like that, I'm, I'm going to take a nap at work and get up so I can be ready for an award show or um, a media appearance or anything like that. So, Yeah, I mean... When you're in a position like you, you kind of have to get into that space a little bit. Yeah. I used to, when I first started this podcast, I would get so nervous before interviews. I'm like, I, like, I would just get anxious, super yeah. anxious. And I would yeah. start doing push-ups. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. It would help yeah. me like just clear my mind. Yeah. And I'd yeah. feel at ease. I, I feel like that, I, 
the music's that for me. It's yeah. just like getting into the right playlist, making sure I'm like, uh, I was gardening yesterday with my mom and she, uh, she likes eighties and nineties pop music. So I was playing that on my Bluetooth speaker and everything. And when I went into my car, it automatically started playing what I was playing yesterday. And it was like Tina Turner. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I was like, this is not the jam for me right now. So I immediately went into my playlist and I found something to like get me in the right mi- mindset. Like, What's to come love? In. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly think so. And I was like, Whoa, like usually I just sang it at karaoke the other day with uh, Zach Bingham, our general manager at high caliber. But, um, we all had only done it because she had recently passed too. So it's not yeah. usually my typical type of music, but you know, I was like, okay, uh, got to change this immediately. Right now. One of the funniest moments for me with uh, Tina Turner was uh, I was taking, I think the trash out and I walked through the garage and I was like, I think I was playing and I was like, what's love got to do with it? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> my neighbor was outside and heard me and I was like, that's embarrassing. I like came yeah. around the corner and she's just like staring at me and I'm like, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Oh no. And I have a really laughing, embarrassing but. story like that <laughs> from when I was like in high school, I was walking my dog around the block and uh, I was listening, this is back when we had CD-ROMs, you know, portable CDs that mm, we would listen yeah. to, and I was, like, listening to, like, a Scooby-Doo soundtrack, <laughs> and I was just, like, belting out this song in my own little world and everything like that, and um, uh, apparently the track team or the cross-country team was out, like, running, and I had a crush on, like, one of those, ma- like, one of those runners, and I'm just, like, chilling out, I'm doing my own thing, and then all of a sudden he just, like, whips right past me, and I'm, like, singing a dance, and I was like, this is the most embarrassing <laughs> moment of my entire life. <laughs> did it ruin your chances uh i mean probably <laughs> i don't have the best singing voice <laughs> oh that's hilarious that's no. really funny yeah <laughs> it's embarrassing but yeah i was just you know trying not to make sure my my cd would skip you know but I was. do you know what's funny i think so many people have uh like they have music that they listen to that they would be embarrassed to know other people like they'd be embarrassed to, for other people to hear them listening to it i don't think i'm like that at all no um, i'm really yeah no i'm like i'm out i'm proud you know about whatever it is they listen to um i have been getting into a little bit more of like country emo sad music what but, is like, that i know it's so weird it's all over tiktok like making fun <laughs> of like elder emos it's like you know you used to listen to like this this pop punk uh rock music of like screwing over the man and like all of this other stuff and like and now you're just listening to like really sad country songs about like how life is just disappointing you <laughs> and i'm like oh man what is an example what's do you have any names um like stick season by noah something or another he's like one of my popular guys yeah i don't have service I'll down see here if I so can you'll have to find him but that's a good one that's a good sad like kind of country song it's like folksy i would say it's more folksy than it is like country but okay yeah what was it called stick season stick season yeah, by Noah Miller, Noah something or another. And uh, I sing that one at karaoke pretty often. I'm pretty good at that one. I can do the sad country songs, but I don't like listening to country. So it's mm. like, you know, I, I call it more a folk. I, I mean, that makes it more palpable for me. So do you, not, do you not like the classic country, like the old school country? Or um, like I grew the up new... on it when I was younger, when I was okay. way young, right? Like four or five years old. Like I would listen to well, country. You're all from the, the West, out West. Uh, no, I was only out West for a couple of years. So okay. I'm actually from Ohio originally. Oh. Um, I okay. grew up in Ohio, went to Kent State University. And then my uh, first big girl job took me out to Colorado and I was out there for eight years. Oh. So. All right. I got, I got it right here. You got it. Stick season. That's a good one. Oh, you got an oh. ad first, though. Yeah, lovely. Noah Khan. Yeah, I was totally off on that last name. Uh, let's see. But he's a good one. I like him. I don't know if it'll play Play volume. We're trying here. Maybe not. 
nope, not playing. All right, I'm not going to waste my time. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's a good one. You should go listen to it. It's on Spotify. <laughs> I have to check um, it out. But yeah, no, he's he's a good one. Um, no, I, I I don't have any problems with what I listen to or having other people listen to it. Some I do listen to work. I mean, at while I'm at work, I have my Spotify playlist, and I go through like different genres every day, like depending on what I'm doing. But some of the time, it's like a little too party girl, and like somebody will walk <laughs> in and I'll be like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." <laughs> like that's the only time I'm, I'm embarrassed is like if it's like just I, like I just Nicki remember Minaj and like Cardi <laughs> and I'm just like, uh. <laughs> I just remember, like, back when I was in high school, everybody hated, like, everybody, not even high school, like, oh, in high middle school, school. Yeah, I didn't want anyone to know if I was listening school, to something uncool. High school, middle school, everybody yeah. talked crap about, like, the Backstreet Boys. Like, oh, you like the I was, Backstreet I Boys? Was, like, see, I was a Backstreet Boy girl forever. Like, yeah. And my best friend, what is it, NSYNC girl? But, like, we okay. both like both of yeah. their music and everything. But, yeah, no, no, no. It was embarrassing for me, though, because I was a girl. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, if you're a guy, people yeah. are like, you like the back. Yeah, like, yeah, it'd be you, embarrassing yeah. for you. But for me, it's just, But every know, guy, everything. every time. I want it that way comes on the radio. Every guy sings it. Oh yeah, no, no, no. At karaoke, we actually have these regulars who are, and I know we keep bringing it up, but there's so many good stories there. Uh, we have these couple of regulars that are between the ages of like 20 and 22, maybe. So they're obviously like over from MSU, and they came over. They came back to back for a couple of weeks. Um, I think while school was in session, and they're out now. But um, they did I Want It That Away by Backstreet Boys. And um, they introduced themselves as, like, the opposite of the Backstreet Boys. They said, we're the Front Avenue fellas. And (laughs) we just love them. And eventually they choreographed this whole dance for it and everything. Oh, that's awesome. And there's, like, four to five of them who always do it. Because we have this really (laughs) big stage. And it's so much fun. And it was just so goofy to see, like, these couple of 20-year-old dudes. like. That's really cool. It's so funny because if you – I see these young people doing – karaoke songs and they're doing songs I listened to while growing up and it's so strange for me because my favorite karaoke songs are the songs from the 80s like mm. the 80s and 90s right yeah. so those are the ones I love to do so hearing young people <laughs> who are like 10 years younger than me 10 15 years younger than me listening and doing karaoke the same mindset I would do it to like group love and other just like indie pop alternative songs from like the 2000s and 2010s. And I'm just like, you're hurting me internally. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I was doing one song and uh, I was like Blink-182. I was, I was going to do a Blink-182 song and somebody's just like, oh yeah, that's like classic rock. And I was like, oh, <laughs> dust, you can just blow me away right now. Like it was so mean. I was like, it wasn't intentional, right? Like she probably thought I was her age because I do come off as like very young and everything. But I'm just like. That's who I listened to growing up. It's not classic. It's still very relevant today. <laughs> They're still making music. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of funny how music changes too. And like music, like it, with the younger generations, like I don't know, like like a younger generation, like people in the younger generations, like that's so long ago. But yeah, it was just it's mean. Yeah, it's so mean and hurtful. That's just me. But I've always been one of those people. Like, I worked for a government contractor for a while. I was working at the United States uh, Air Force Academy, and I'm around, I'm 27 at the time, maybe, and I'm around all of these, like, young cadets, and they're trained to call you ma'am, right, regardless. Regardless, and I'm from the Midwest, right? I'm from Ohio, and I'm currently in Colorado. And when somebody would call you ma'am, and you clearly did not have children with you it was a slur it was a practically a slur it was like an insult it was just like no 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 no, no. like one time I did have like I uh I was wearing like tennis shoes and like high water jeans I had just like walked the dogs or something and I had to wear my tennis shoes because they're a lot they're a handful and I was at the coffee shop and I went inside for it, it was a Starbucks and I ordered coffee 
and she's like, oh, here's your order, ma'am. And oh. she like looked me dead in the face when I when she said ma'am. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh why? <laughs> like, this, I was like, I'm wearing my dog mom shoes. Leave me alone. I don't really have kids. <laughs> but it was just so frustrating because I was like, no, it was every day. It was like the cadets were just like, ma'am. And I was like, no, no please don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird that we're like that here in the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah, because it's such a... I don't know. It's almost like, yeah, like you said, it's almost like an insult. Yeah, it, it like really is. At least old. for, yeah, yeah. And I know yeah. it's supposed to be, and like everyone's like, Jackie, it's just a sign of respect. I was like, it's the opposite in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> like, give a young person calls you ma'am, they're calling you old. <laughs> <laughs> so where in Ohio were you raised? Where where did you grow yeah, up? Yeah, so I grew up in this tiny little small town called Elmore, Ohio. Um, it's near Bowling Green or Sandusky mm. over by Cedar Point. Cedar Point was like about 20 minutes drive away. Okay. So I had season passes a lot. A uh, very small town. Um, and my town was so small that it was actually two towns combining to make my high school graduating class. So we were Woodmore High School. Wow. There was 90 of us who graduated. So, like, that's wow. how small we were. And we were two towns combined oh to even get that many. <laughs> so it was so a village. Crazy. And then um, I went to school at Kent State University over by Cleveland in a little Kent college town. Kent town, which... I'm sorry, Kent, which is a college <laughs> town, just like MSU in Lansing and okay. everything like that. It's not the capital of the state or anything, but right. very similar to MSU. So Very cool. And then w you went to school for marketing? I did. So I actually started off getting um, a bachelor's in science for speech pathology and audiology, and I what, hated it. What is that? What is that? It's like, uh, it's when... Um, uh, you can be teaching a lot of it for me was like as a younger person, I couldn't uh, speak all that well. I couldn't like pronounce certain words like animal or helicopter, really? airplane, like all these things. Yeah. What, what was th what was that? Was it like uh, I think it was just undiagnosed. Yeah, it was a speech impediment. But I think it's also just undiagnosed ADHD because I okay. was, you know, um, rattle things really quickly. Yeah. And then, you know, like they weren't really diagnosing women back then in the 90s either. Really? So, just well, women? No. I mean, like, I mean, ADHD and like all of that stuff was like so brand new back then. Right. Um, so a lot of. But why'd you say women? Because I was, I didn't get diagnosed myself. I didn't even realize I had ADHD until I was kind of told by my TikTok algorithm <laughs> <laughs> like three years ago. And then I spoke to my doctor about it. And then I took like this little self-diagnosis text with them. And they're like, oh yeah, no, you have ADHD. And I was like, that's not just my personality. I thought I was just quirky. <laughs> <laughs> like, so like, I just don't think that um, individuals, especially in such a small town um, or doctors, I don't think my mom knew to ask about it or anything because I was still a straight A student. So it's just like, oh, she, she, I, she always got, she always got labeled in the chat box like like there was a naughty naughty list on every elementary school's teacher right like yeah. it was like you were stuck in the chatterbox or something like that <laughs> my name was in there every single day <laughs> but no like nobody saw that as like necessarily like an adhd thing right, right. because it shows differently in women than it does men or young young children and everyone just said like oh she's so smart but she's just she can't keep her mouth shut. So what don't place her next to other people. What are some of the differences between men and women in, for ADHD yeah. like, symptoms? I mean, for, for men, they usually act out like physically, right? Or like they can't sit still. They do a lot of like the knee jiggling or anything like that. Um, they're always like distracting themselves, right? But for mm. a woman, it's more about, or at least young girls, um, it's more verbal and more mental where it's just like, oh, I'm going to talk the whole time. I don't understand this. So I'm going to continue talking, you know, like, or right. like I'm bored with this. I'm getting bored with this really easily. It's also about sleep. I couldn't sleep for the longest time when I was younger. I just couldn't shut off my brain. So, like, I've been taking melatonin practically my entire life. Is that healthy? I don't Doesn't I don't your know. body stop producing it after a while? I mean, 
I take a break <laughs> on the weekends sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I tried taking breaks from it pretty often, but yeah, no. So it's just like one of those things where like my brain would never shut off and I was always interrupting people and I could never get a good night's sleep or anything like that because it would take forever for me to fall asleep because my brain was just so overactive and overgoing things in the day or thinking about said crush or something like that. Right. You know, just silly things like that. But. So do you do things now to help, um, try to like keep you focused and- I try to I did I've I've played around with like a lot of different medications but since I do work at high and they work for the most part they make me I can't I could never take it on days that I have to be creative I have to be very creative in my job so if I was going to go be going to something like this or if I was a bra- having a brainstorming day on like future videos with my marketing partner um I would not want to take those right but on a right. day where I'm pitching out a press release and I'm sending that out and it's just like a whole bunch of grunt work or something like that you want to stay focused I want to stay focused then I would take it um but ironically at high caliber I've kind of weaned myself off of it because ev- all the management I think has some form of ADHD one way or you kind of have to right when you, you work there I <laughs> do yeah exactly because it's always just so much fun and I'm a little bit more coarse or too direct as at least a woman you know to the point where people are just like Jackie you're being mean and I'm like no I'm just being direct like <laughs> if I was a man you wouldn't say that <laughs> but, um uh it's just it's just one of those things where it's uh you have to you have to figure out the right dosage and where it's going to work and everything like that. Like I'm probably going to not take it on Monday, but then I would have to take it on Tuesday, but I have to look at my schedule to see if I can take it on Tuesday. Cause I think I have to go somewhere on Tuesday. <laughs> so like if I want to be bright and sunshiny Jackie, that like makes a memory with a person that makes somebody right. smile. Right. Which is all part of my job too, is, yep. is bringing that joy and being memorable because we don't sell a product. We sell an experience. So right. us as individuals are part of that experience. That's and a huge responsibility too. It, I guess. <laughs> because you have to be vibing quite right, right? Yeah. Like you have to be on a certain like frequency. Mm-hmm. You can't, I mean. And the drugs don't help with that. So no. Like, that's why like I've just kind of weaned myself off of that at this point. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'll just be rattled with ADHD. So it's fine. Have you, so have you tried like doing any like uh, holistic type of things? Like even just like working out to help? I wish. I, I, I'm, I'm better. I am better at it when I am going to the gym and everything like yeah. that. But it's so hard keeping like an actual routine a lot of the time for me. So. Yeah. But. Yeah, okay. I mean, you can just so, poke out my little flaws. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I'm just, I know I'm just I need asking. to go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just asking because, like, that's one thing. I, I'm pretty sure I have like ADD too. Yeah. Um, and so it's sometimes it's hard for me to focus, but like if I work out or if I go for a long run yeah. and I, I exhaust myself in that aspect, then I can mm-hmm. come back to my work or whatever I'm doing, and I can focus better. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, definitely. I mean, like my doctor and I, I did just have a wellness check in with her and everything like that, and she's, I'm like, I'm have I'm struggling with my energy a lot of naps things like that and you know that was one of the things like uh wake up first thing in the morning drink an entire glass of water and immediately like take the dogs for a walk or do some sort of exercise exercise twice a day you know at least for 15 minutes things like that so I think she's trying to help me battle that by doing the more holistic things since I didn't like taking the drugs since it like just made me a little bit more rougher on the edges edges, so I remember when I was uh young I was in high school my adopted mom thought I was ADD and I'm like I'm not ADD it's and so hard to accept. It really is. And it's because it's almost like you're labeled with something. Yeah. And like back when I was in school, being labeled labeled yeah. with something was like, like, it's like you're, you're, I don't know, like, like you're special yeah. because you were labeled with yeah. ADD or ADHD or whatever. Like you don't want to be othered. <clears throat> and uh, so I I got diagnosed with ADD, got uh, not, um, what's, what's the drug? Um, Adderall. Adderall. Thank yeah. you. I was given yeah. I was given Adderall and I didn't like the way it made me feel like I, I stopped eating I wasn't hungry yeah. um I could focus better but 
I didn't like it at all. And yeah. so I started dumping them down the drain Yeah. and I started doing better in school. I just started focusing more mm-hmm. because I knew I didn't want to take the drugs. Yeah. And she was like, oh yeah, the Adderall is really working for you. <laughs> Joke's on you, mom. My, yeah, exactly. <laughs> my grades went up, everything went up. And then um, when I became an adult, I told her, I'm like, I threw, I, I was dumping those down the yeah. drain. You could have saved and her some money. Jeez. I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, she deserved it. But um. Yeah, there's, that's not a good relationship. Mm. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, you know, for me, like, I, I've always kind of been, I don't know, like, I, I guess I never really wanted to rely on something like yeah. that. Yeah. I've always wanted to find a way to cope. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, but sometimes, like, there is the necessity no, like, absolutely. Of, of that. Because, I mean, I've been on, um, I mean, my anxiety has been popping up a lot lately then, too. So, like, that's another reason why my mental, my doctor is working on my mental health with that since my probably I vape I drink too much coffee she's like you should really only she's like how much coffee do you drink in a day I was like how how much is too much and she's like anything more than one eight ounce cup Jackie I was like oh I drink like half a pot (laughs) I have a problem but there's a guy I work with I was just talking to him the other day and he was like because he has this giant thermos like this big yeah and it's huge and then he has a coffee cup that's like a yeti it's at least probably 16 ounces I would think and he drinks both of them both of them every day every day that cannot be good and i'm like i don't, I don't see think him i'm dr- that bad but like maybe i am I'm like i don't see you drink anything else do you drink anything else he's like no i drink pretty much coffee all day long it's technically water like, that's what i tell myself it's just yeah but water. it dehydrates you <laughs> <laughs> and he's like he's like yeah well i'm like does it affect you like because when i drink more than i'd say like 10 ounces um that's what i drink every day is 10 ounces for the most part um if I drink more than that, I feel gross. Like I just, I, I really? can't control. Uh, yeah. I can't control I myself. Know. Like I I'm just, jittery. I feel like I'm a, uh, you know how there's morning, uh, morning birds and night owls, right? I yeah. feel like I'm one of those. I, it's on online a lot. I'm a perpetually exhausted p- pigeon. That's what I am. <laughs> like I'm not either. I'm just always tired. Just always tired. <laughs> yeah. So that's why she's like, maybe you should do more things. And I'm like, oh, she get that as a tattoo, like post Malone. I know. <laughs> just like a pigeon like perpetually exhausted <laughs> get it somewhere my ankle or something like that Maybe get on your face yeah no that, thank you that's the og move yeah, right there no, no, no. face tats <laughs> those are actually becoming a thing i know i know well i mean like as the younger generation um as us you know like fellow millennials are moving into those uh hr roles and business roles where it's like we don't, we don't care you don't care yeah if you have a like you're still hireable you have right. a skill set come in right <laughs> like, i like seeing that honestly yeah. like i think it's i mean i i don't think i would ever get a face tattoo yeah just because like I, I, like I never face, but. I never thought I would ever get a neck tattoo, but a lot of people have been like at my old job, they're like, you would look good with one. And I was like, no, I wouldn't. And I've been like thinking about it. I was like, I kind of like I would look good with a you, neck you tattoo. You seem like a person <laughs> that would have like tattoos everywhere. Right. I'm working on it. I just have <laughs> two large ones right now. But yeah. What so. would you get on your neck? I don't know. Probably something just like floral or a galaxy or something like that. Just like, you know, something that can like fill up the space a lot or just like a single like vine of flowers or something. I don't know. I feel like when somebody has a neck tattoo, that's like a sign of like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fuck with that person. <laughs> like, like there's a guy at work that has a, a neck tattoo. It was like an owl and didn't oh. look, it didn't look like aggressive or anything. Yeah. yeah. Just an owl. But I'm like, yeah. he's somebody I would not mess with. Yeah. If you're willing yeah. to get a neck tattoo, it's like having a face tattoo. I know, right? <laughs> I would never do anything on my face. I mean, like I have my nose piercing, but like, that's about it. But like, I feel like it would be something just like small and delicate. It wouldn't mm. be like a full piece. It oh. would just be like an accent. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I, I love tattoos. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. They're good. They're fun. I've been, my husband the other day, it was my birthday. He was like, what do you want? I was like, money for a tattoo. <laughs> hey, I'm ready for my next one. Take me. <laughs> so. That's funny. So how long have you been in Lansing? I know we yeah. talked a little bit about this when I interviewed you at mm -hmm. High Caliber, but let's kind of like go through that a little bit. When did you come to Lansing? Yeah. How did uh, you get to Lansing? How'd I get here? What brought you here? Uh, I drove here. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't take a horse and carriage? Uh, I did not take a horse and oh, carriage okay. or, or a, an airplane, you know. I mean, it's a long drive. <laughs> uh, it's a 24-hour drive. Uh, I had to come out here with my babies, though. I have two dogs. Um, so I moved here in March of last year, so 2022. Um, and I was living down in Brooklyn with my brother for a couple of months before we could find a house in Lansing. So I started working at High Caliber in April. I've been there for a little over a year now. And then um, I feel like I had my second coming at work and to the Lansing area after I did finally get my home. And that was like over the 4th of July weekend last year. So I've been wow. there for almost a year now. Um, and after I got here, you know, I was just able to like really integrate more with Lansing and be able to start going to all the networking events you see me at and like everything like that. So I was just able to really get my hands and feet into the dirty ground of Lansing. So not, not that Lansing has dirty. I, mean, <laughs> I, I just, that came out wrong. <laughs> You're going to use that as a sound clip. Don't do that. <laughs> I should totally use that as a sound clip. That's, that's a good one. Um, now coming from like a small town, a town where obviously there's not many people, mm -hmm. there's probably not much to do other than Cedar Point. Uh, you would, you would think that as a teenager, yes, 100%. Yeah. So Elmore, my dad was actually the mayor of Elmore wow. um, for my entire life until he passed away when I was 23 and in school. Wow. So pretty much he like, um, the previous mayor was like stepping down and he stepped up and I was like literally just out of the womb when that happened. Wow. So then he, um, he like ran for mayor when I was like two and used me and like all this propaganda <laughs> as a baby. Uh, things that you wouldn't be able to So you've always be been a pop, to, you've always been a public figure. Yeah, yeah. Without, without even like realizing it too, which is wild because, oh, we were talking about school originally. We really went off track there. Um, speech pathology, right? Oh, I, yeah, I yeah, went yeah. in and <laughs> this, this kind of goes into it though. I went in for speech pathology. I absolutely hated it. And then I, um, got a master's degree, a master of arts in public relations and marketing. PR was really like my sweet spot. That's what I really enjoyed. Marketing was more about products and math and sales stats and it was just boring <laughs> for me. I'm a creative individual, so I prefer the marketing campaigns that go behind those things. So um, I am, let's see, I'm my in my junior year of speech pathology, and that's when you really get into your like dirty coursework for that. Before that, it's all electives and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And you start realizing like, wow, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And I was, I was 20 and I was like, I hate this. I don't want to do this at all. Like, no. So my best friend of my entire life, she was like, Jackie, why don't you look into public relations? I was like, what is that even? Like, I had never heard of it. It was 2020 or sorry, 10. <laughs> it was 2010. And uh, I came from a small town. I didn't really know anything about marketing or PR or that it was a job or anything like that. And she's like, oh, like in 2008, that's when I graduated high school. It was the bubble bursting of print media print media was about to die but the internet was really starting to take off at this time so i wanted to go to school for journalism or media or film or something like that my mom didn't want me to didn't want to pay for me to go to school for that so that's why she forced me into speech pathology and i hated it but we didn't realize that you know media was just transitioning to online like newspapers were dying out magazines were dying out but everything was moving online and we had no idea that's how it was transition or anything like that so when my best friend said, like, oh, you would be, like, a personal writer for a brand, I was like, oh, 
I could get on that because my mom always wanted me to have job stability. Jokes on her. I've been all over the place. <laughs> but, um, uh, so I decided to get a degree in public relations, which, I, of course, I had never heard of beforehand. But that's how she described it to me. And I was like, I'd be a personal writer for a brand. I was like, yeah, dope. Um, and that's how I got into PR. And then as I developed and was in college and doing my internships and gone throughout years, you know, I realized I had actually already been doing public relations and marketing since I was a child because of my dad. Like, so small town, but my dad put on the biggest small town events all the time. And I was always at them. I was like little Goldilocks, just like I was like literally an accent piece for him almost like almost like a prop you know <laughs> like but I also really enjoyed doing it you know at the age of four he had me working at um town festivals where I was like there was a giant tub of freezing ice water with all of the sodas in there and I, I would be the person getting the sodas out for like people oh, like cool. and stuff like that so at the age of four I've been volunteering my entire life for this town and um you know I would be doing the things like taking uh just like steak yard signs you know putting those around town for like uh things with him you know I, I would just accompany him everywhere and all these little things were advertising and marketing I just never realized it and as a kid you know those old catalogs he would get these catalogs of just like promo material you know like pens or like business cards you know things like that um and for fun I would flip through those <laughs> and I would like circle things I was like this is cool like like it was, it was like a toy catalog and I was like 12 I was like oh I would get these these are really cool you know <laughs> stuff like that and it's so like I've kind of been a part of marketing and PR my entire life without even realizing it um I've always wanted to be a writer I get to do that all the time I get to be creative all the time um and I guess destiny just kind of like pushed me that way without even realizing it I've been kind of pre-programmed for it wow that's really cool that, yeah, that, that's so wild. Yeah. Because you were kind of like, yeah, that's like your life path. Yeah. So and I never realized it yeah. like until like until I got into it. And I was like, I've been doing this my whole life. And it kind of became my pitch for myself when I would be interviewing. I was like, oh, yeah, no, I've been doing this stuff like my Forever. entire life without realizing it. So. And you love it. I do. Yeah, I do. It has its ups and downs. But yeah, I definitely <laughs> love it. It's fun. It's one of um, I, I couldn't be a pencil pusher. I couldn't be doing math or anything like that all day. And. You know, I get to use my brain and I get to be bright and sunny for the most part and do really cool things like this. So. Yeah, absolutely. And be creative on top of it, because that, that's something that I think a lot of people lack in their in their jobs. And, they're, yeah. they, and that's why they don't like what they do yeah. is the fact that they can't be creative. Exactly. They don't get to create something. And including me, like I, I work at General Motors. Yeah. And so once I started doing this podcast, I felt like I had like purpose and yeah. meaning because yeah. I'm, I'm doing something. I'm doing something for myself and I'm doing something for others and I'm creating something. Yeah. Whereas like working at GM, I'm not really doing anything but helping the company out. Yeah. So yeah. you're just doing the grind. Yeah. Just the grind. Yeah. Um, what I really love. So I've worked all over the place. I've worked for a nonprofit. Um, I've worked for a medical group, um, the government. And let's see. What was, oh, retail as well, too. So selling products and everything like that. I've been all over the place. But what I really love about High Caliber is that I'm not selling products. I'm not selling anything like that. I am selling an experience. I'm giving people the opportunity to have a lifelong memory with their family, friends, or coworkers, you know. And that just means so much more to me than any of my other jobs have because I'm literally deliver, helping deliver and curating joy and bringing that to um, anyone who walks through our doors or even just like 
does peruse our social media or watches one of our videos or commercials or something like that. Like if it can make somebody smile, like I did my job and I think that's really wonderful. Well, and I think it shows too, because when you go there, you have a blast. Yeah. I mean, how, how can you not have yeah. a blast when you're throwing axes, you're drinking, yep. doing the throw ball. Mm-hmm. Throw ball lane, you're very close. Lane. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask, is that is that what it's called? Uh, it's uh, technically called full lane, but that's trademark. Lane. So we call right. it throw ball lane. Okay. So. And then the go-karts. Yeah, like, the go-karts. And the, the jelly blaster. Jelly ball blasters. Jelly ball. Yeah, very good at calling it a blaster. A lot of people say gun, and I'm like, <laughs> no, it's a blaster. That's what we call it. Get out of here. Well, you feel like you get blasted by those <laughs> yeah, things. Exactly. They, yeah, exactly. They hurt. Yeah. Uh, if you're 10 feet away, they do not hurt if you're using them correctly. <laughs> okay, if you're not using them correctly, they <laughs> then hurt. Then, yes, they would hurt. <laughs> and they, they should hurt because you're yes. not following the rules. Yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you, you will leave home with, you will leave and go home with, like, welts on you and everything like that. We've open fired on each other, like, multiple times, and it's just, yeah, no, we will leave marks on each other, but... Um, if you're using them appropriate, like we dictate, you will you will be safe <laughs> and wear a mask. Well, so. I think it. I think like going to high caliber, like you said, it, it is an experience. Yeah. And whenever I've gone, I've only gone a couple times. Yeah. Um, but when when I go, I have so much fun. Exactly. How yeah. do you not have fun when you do that? And then also when you're waiting in line for the go karts and you're watching the videos of the mm-hmm. owners like, yeah. screwing around like mm-hmm. it, it, that the fun like in them comes out and it people, does. people are laughing yeah you're enjoying it oh, you're yeah. about to go ride go-karts and you, yeah i think that it's all part of the experience i mean even even just down to the the video that you're talking about like um the the i forget what we call it but it's like you know the rules and regulations of, of right. it, but we still made it just so much so fun yeah uh and engaging it makes you pay attention to the rules it does <laughs> yeah you're slowly learning by laughing right right <laughs> so. now i know you guys do the open mic um do you do you guys the do karaoke s- or i'm sorry yeah it's karaoke okay. do you guys do um uh like open mics for like comedy or anything i like know that? so literally our ecs those uh the, those are the people who work on the floor that we call them experience creators um they have been begging me to do an open mic night and i'm just like i'm not the one who makes all these decisions uh, <laughs> do i help with the decisions yes i do do i help market these decisions yes i do but like i'm not like they keep coming to me about it and i'm like i cannot say yes or no <laughs> like, <laughs> But they do want an open night, my uh, open mic night. Wow, Ooh, what a tongue twister! Uh, we've been thinking about it. We'll give it under some consideration. Right now, we're focusing a lot on karaoke, and we're moving it from Wednesdays to Fridays for the okay. summer. Um, and that'll be seven to eleven. We're going to extend the hours then too. Uh, and then we have, what else do we have? We have trivia every thursday night right and then we're actually we're bringing on a new item as well too which is just for the summer so i don't want to like overload with too many things uh we're doing big kid bingo which is kind Mm. of my little brainchild that i brought from colorado that i'm very excited about (laughs) uh we're partnering with a radio station uh whittle uh number one in country Mm -hmm. lansing's number one in country there we go for like Uh, 16 years or something like that yeah yeah Yeah. so (laughs) 100.7 listen in (laughs) Um, uh and uh so they're providing us these big kid uh top tier prizes which are detroit ticket uh detroit tiger tickets uh pairs of those pairs of tickets to russell dickerson and jameson some other country last name that i can't remember and then steve miller band so every one of these bingos somebody's going to be leaving with a pair of tickets of one of those events and then we have all of these other rounds that we'll be building up too that feature prizes from around lansing i just picked up um some gift cards from the lansing brewing company and then midtown um we also have awaken the haunt attraction down in leslie we partner with them a lot so we have all these other prizes in between for all these rounds that people get to win we're doing it for a stint for six weeks 
Um, we're going to see how that goes, and then we might continue it um, depending on how well it goes. I hope it's really well received. We're putting a lot of radio ads behind it and everything like that. But uh, So we're, we're trying that out right now, maybe open mic night during the winter. Who knows? We'll see. I've been busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. Now, I had a, uh, a guy on last week. He was running for uh, – he's running for city council. Nice. And he – wants to change like kind of the the language around not the, the talk about lansing because mm-hmm. lansing is a capital city mm-hmm. but like there's he, he's like there's we're not really known for much like people don't yeah. really come here um people Wait, did either, you see that recent article i did oh. we actually pulled it up on the podcast did you yeah. yeah the one where it says lansing is like the most number un- 97 yeah. out of 100 like, it, we made the list <laughs> 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 but he he want he's like you know people go, always go to Detroit they go to Grand Rapids like when they go mm-hmm. out for a day yeah and uh, it, it, what's High Caliber doing to like make Lansing a sought out place? Well, I think everything that High Caliber does kind of kind of does that. We yeah, definitely want to be a travel attraction. location. We are an attraction. Yeah, um, I try to do a lot. I mean, I work with the Greater Lansing Visitors and Convention Bureau. Oh, whew, such a long. They they just debuted in. Um, oh man, what's it called? It is a uh travel tourist app almost it's a passport right oh yeah i heard Um, about that on the radio yes well good i'm glad to hear that um (laughs) (laughs) were you um, um, did you do the we are part of it yeah we're so we're not part of the drinking one like the the cocktails um one but we are part of the experience pass okay which is about all of the different um different types of experience like from the zoo to the museums and everything like that and to help them kind of bloister this app a little bit more too instead of just doing like a a ten dollar like a three dollar off coupon or something like that like a lot of other brands are doing i'm doing um i think i'm doing a bogo on it i think i'm doing like a buy one get one free go-kart race or axe i can't remember which one it is but i mean whenever you come to high caliber you're not coming by yourself a you're always going to be coming with someone else uh because high caliber is for friends you know um i mean you can't i I was gonna say what if you want to go by yourself i mean you can like i the first time i went there i did go by myself it was during my interview process but it was because i was so like all my friends were far away and jordan my future boss and the ceo was just like oh do you want to like he's like i'll give you my credit card so you can experience everything kind of like as a mystery shopper do you want to invite anyone i was like they're all working (laughs) it was like a Thursday I was like I can't ask them to come up to just stick around with me at my future job but um so I mean yeah you can definitely come and of course you can experience high caliber and like probably ask some of the ECs or the managers like hey you want to go out like we would more than oblige to come like join you on a go-kart race or something like that but um so we are trying with the visitor bureaus and everything like that, you know, I'm really excited for them to do that. I've been pushing that since I got here. I was like, Hey, high caliber will like, if you would go to print on this, we will sponsor it. Like we will be like one of the sponsors. If you put us at the front and everything like that, I would definitely toss money behind that because, um, that's another thing that was big in Colorado was, it wasn't the experience pass, but it was like a cocktail, uh, passport, you know, where like, if you go to this bar, you get a stamp and a, like, like a discount off of this drink or try this like bar favorite and all these other different things. So that's really cool. Yeah. I know that when I went to Chicago, you can buy like city passes. Yeah. And so you, when you buy the city pass, you get access to uh, like the sheds aquarium, the, um, Willis Tower. Oh, that's so cool. To everything? To pretty much everything. And then on top of it, you get to skip the lines. Oh. So like... Like a fast pass. Yeah, it's a fast pass. That's cool. Yeah. So like my wife and I went to the Willis Tower and it was like literally like an eight hour wait. <gasps> and we skipped past every... We jumped on an elevator, went straight to the top. Within 15 minutes, we were in and out. That's awesome. It was Is that the sweet. tallest building? I think so. Okay. Or it's at least like, an why, attraction. Why would, why would there be an eight hour wait for a building? It's like, it's an attraction. I think they've changed it too yeah. now where like the windows on it like tilt out. 
Oh yeah, no, I've seen that on yeah. TikTok and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it looks very scary. I wouldn't even look at it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it. It is frustrating though. I feel like I've found a couple of niches since I've been out here. A couple of like uh, my husband and I are really big on kind of food snobs we don't mm. like to admit that we're food snobs but we kind of are i'm a food um, snob yeah so no okay. like like <laughs> we can go out and like if we don't get good food or like shitty service uh he's he's immediately put into a bad mood he's like why did i ever move here i've actually tried <laughs> to convince him to like start a podcast that says like uh the title would be like really long and just obnoxious be like my breadwinning wife made me move all the way to michigan and the food here is terrible let hear, hear me rant and review all these different places i think is that, like that would actually be a good podcast i think so too yeah. and i've tried convincing him so many times i was like you could just be reviewing all the different places yeah. that we've gone to and it'd be great for like traveling people then it too be. you know yeah. i've tried maybe i'll give you his phone number because i <laughs> he needs to do it i think it'd be the funniest podcast in the world like yeah. oh i went on this date with my wife the appetizer was great but then the main because he does he just he gets so very into it like when we first moved out here and we were like still um we hadn't moved to lansing yet so we were still like we were traveling to ann arbor detroit for like day dates during the weekend and stuff like that and we'd go we tried to go to nice restaurants and all this other stuff and like one of them was just terrible it was um the black pearl i think in ann arbor and he hated it was not very good he absolutely just scathed it though and i was like ian like all of the things you're saying to me right now would be hilarious to the right audience. Not to me because you're ruining our date right now and I'm not happy about it. But like there are people out here who would love to listen to you just like rant and rave about like the quality of this like dish. So I was like, start a podcast. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, I think it's super important too. And honestly, it might keep the restaurants in check a little bit because I think so too. I think that's something that my wife and I complain about a lot too. Is like we, if we go to a restaurant, we actually like the restaurant, yeah. but the service is bad. We're like, that's terrible. Yeah. Like, service today is terrible. Yeah. At almost everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just recently with our air conditioner going out, um, I'm not going to say the company because you have, a, yeah, podcast. have a podcast. <laughs> um, but I was friends with the guy, right? Like not friends, friends, but like mm -hmm. on social media, I was like yeah. knew, knew the guy. Acquaintance. Acquaintance. I called yeah. him to uh, come repair it. He's like, I can't come till Friday. And I'm like, okay, fine. I scheduled mm -hmm. with him, uh, called another company because I'm like, well, I should probably like get other quotes. And then also it's really hot. I want it fixed. Yeah. So I call another company. They can come out the next day. They came out. They're like, yeah, you need to replace it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. So I call this other guy, the guy that I scheduled with. Yeah. And he got mad that I called another company and pretty much hung up. Actually, he did hang up on me oh. and told me to uh, just go with them. They're cheaper. And wow. hung up on me, blocked me on social media. <gasps> yeah. Wow. And then I sent him a text. A temper tantrum. I sent him a text message. I'm like, hey, man, like that was extremely like rude and unprofessional yeah. to hang up on me. And uh, no response. He blocked my number, too. Wow. I was like, wow, that's yeah. messed up. Yeah. It's kind of the world we live <laughs> in But right I'm now. like, like yeah. that you're a business owner. Like yeah. you... you why, why would you do that? Yeah. You know, I you don't have to understand that you're going to like, see like multiple people too. When it comes to your home, like you're going to always right. have multiple quotes for things. Right. So unless you're lazy like me, but, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, okay, cool. Well, and the thing is like, I was telling my wife, um, I would have got probably gone with them without getting other quotes. Yeah. But it's just, I wanted it fixed. Yeah. Yeah. It's time. It's 90. It's been 90 degrees this week. It's been ridiculous. So. Super hot. Yeah. Pets, kids. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got to keep them cool. But the thing is like, even going to restaurants is it's the same way. Like the, ex the experience that yeah. I think that's what people lack. They're lacking the experience. Like yeah. when you go to a restaurant, like one of our fav favorite restaurants in Lansing mm -hmm. is Bodie's. I haven't um, been to Bodie's. You need to go. What is Bodie's? It's a, a it's a steakhouse, chop a house steakhouse? downtown. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, but it's super intimate. Like the room only, I think only seats like maybe 15 people. Yeah. Um, but when you go, you don't, the food is amazing, but you don't just get the food. That's amazing. The it's service the and the experience is yeah. everything. Is it like a tasting the, menu by any chance or no? No. It, oh, okay. No, it's I've, a I've been to other places that are really small, like only 15 people. And it's like usually like a tasting menu or something. Okay. But yeah, no, you get um, like a, so you order a steak. It's a giant steak that you can share and then you, everything's shareable. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah, it's everything's big portions. So, one of the restaurants that I like, so I like Crayoli's downtown okay. in Old Town. I like them. I'm probably not saying their name correctly, so I'm sorry if they're listening. But <laughs> um, uh, the first restaurant I really, and it, it was the most embarrassing story, too. Um, I had gotten, we were supposed to go do this lunch um, with some partners at Capital Prime. I was over, I don't know on what side of town, but it's... Eastwood. It's, yeah, yeah. We're by the movie theater and everything like that. And I was still relatively new, and... Um, it turns out it wasn't there, so it was actually in their studio. They just got their dates mixed up. So, But to, like, apologize for that, they gave us, like, a $50 gift card. And wow. I had gotten it right around um, my marketing partner's birthday, TK. And he's um, he's a younger dude. We get along really well. And uh, he, um, I was like, hey, do you have any plans for your birthday? Since we have this, we kind of earned this gift card <laughs> together. Do you want to go there together? And he's like, yeah, sure. And I was like, okay, cool. So we go. And we were going to see a movie afterwards because we're both, like, really big movie buffs. And... Um, I, this is right after Stranger Things, like season four came out and I was wearing like a Hellfire t-shirt. Like, um, do you watch? I have Stranger not Things? seen Okay. It, well, no. anyways, it's, it's just like this little D and D shirt. It's, it's graphic tee, obviously. And I walk in, um, at, to meet him there after work. And this place is so ramsy, like so <laughs> nice. And I was like, oh my God, I had no idea. And I'm like, it, it looks that like we're practically on a date, right? Like, and I'm like, this is the most awkward thing that I've ever done. I was like, I was just trying to treat him on his birthday. We had gotten a gift card. It was like, <laughs> and I just feel so underdressed there. But like, I, I eventually went back. So that's one of the places I really like, but it was just so embarrassing. I was there and I was like, oh my God, like just that's so hilarious. red in the face. I was like, this is, <laughs> it's not supposed to be a date. Don't, don't make this out. Like it was just supposed to be like a treat. Like, that's hilarious. <laughs> When I go to a, a like a fancy restaurant, like Bodie's is kind of is a, it kind of fancy? Yeah, it's kind That's of fancy. But I don't. I don't dress up. Like I don't wear like a oh, suit see, and tie. We, we love to dress up. My yeah. husband and I do. Yeah. Well, I think that's all part of my personality, right? Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, like if I'm going to go out someplace, I, I always like to stand out whenever I do go to those networking events, you know, things like that. Like I'm always just dressed audaciously to leave an impression, but you I definitely like leave an impression Yeah. <laughs> because I remember the first time I met you, I'm like, wow, like you, I remembered that. Yeah. Like I remember you, like yeah. it's, it's part of, it's, you could tell it's definitely part of your personality. Yeah. And so like, I hope it was a good memory. I tried well, to leave with good Oh, absolutely. Memories. I okay, mean, I, I reached out to you and <laughs> yeah, still had yeah. your business card. So yeah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like for somebody like you in that position and going to like, because we met at the uh, Sexton where you're yeah. talking to children or yeah. kids, I think it's important like for them to see that. Yeah. To see that it, it is possible for you to be able to kind of be in your trouble with them the last time. Did you really? I did. What'd you do? Okay, well, this is the first time I'll talk about it because, like, I got it. But, um, spill beans. I know I the love beans. It. Okay, so I always try to be myself. Um, and I'm telling the kids about, like, how, like, you know, go after your dreams. Don't listen to anyone else. Like, if, if you want to do something, like, if you're, if you're torn between two different things, like I was, like, speech pathology or, like, something in media, like, you're eventually going to end up the place where you need to be. So, like, listen to the universe and like just just follow your dreams like don't necessarily listen to everything your parents have to say but they're junior high kids right mm. i like to cause strife in people's lives apparently <laughs> and a parent had um complained 
that, you know, like, although like they should follow their hearts, like, I don't understand why she would tell them not to listen to their parents. And I might've, I might've, I was vibing. I was just go off the vibe. I might've dropped the F bomb PG 13. You can have one F bomb. Right. And like they were all 12 and 13. So, but apparently I think this girl really connected with me and she was talking about me to her parents. And then the parents just didn't like what I, what I had ended up leaving them with a message of, 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 Oh, they were also saying like, oh, like I was like, you know, I was super unprofessional the entire time I was doing this job, but that's because like I wanted to find a place. I had told them I was like, if I'm moving across country for this job, I'm just going to be 100% me. I'm not going to filter myself. I'm not going to like do any of these other things. And I had said, I was like, you know, I cursed in my cover letter, like where I was like, you you wouldn't believe the shit I would do for you or something like that. And it's not like that. That was it. Right. And they're all right. vibing with me. They're all just like eating up this energy because they never have somebody there who's like being real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, um, that, that class where I dropped the F bomb actually gave me like a standing ovation. Like as they all like, I was like, okay, that's it. And they were just like, they were like kind of clapping. I was like, no, 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 you guys don't need to clap for me. And then they like really started clapping (laughs) and I was just like, oh, okay, like this is weird. But yeah, no. So like apparently one of the kids, like I think really connected, went to their parents about it and they were upset saying like, oh, like you don't have to be professional in this, in this day and age and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I, the whole point of those junior achievement chats, right? are to connect with at least one kid. I'm in there trying to connect with the creatives. I'm in there trying to tell them like, hey, if you love photography, you could be a graphic designer. You could do this, you could do that. If you love to write, you could end up writing blogs or or all of these other things. And just trying to tell them, hey, there are other jobs out there where you can be creative and you don't have to be a pencil pusher if that's what you really want to do with your life. And there's ways to find that and you might not know about them right now. That was my message, right? right. I gave them my life story just like I kind of did with you, you know? And they just hold on to it. And they loved it so much. But I was also giving out free go-kart races and accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, they loved it so much. And it, so it was just so heartbreaking to get that email from from Junior Achievement saying, like, maybe you should just stick with the high schoolers. And I was like, oh. Wow. But, you know, well, it happens. But, I like, think, I think I connected with them. It sucks that I can't connect with them more now, you yeah. know. But, like, because I, I, I did just kind of, like, lose my filter for a moment because I was vibing with them so much, you know. But... I think, yeah, but I think to say that you're not professional, you don't even have to be professional nowadays. Like, like why? Like society pushes this idea of what professionalism is and it, it doesn't need to look like one thing. I know. And that's exactly what I told them. I was like, you guys should be yours. That, that my message was be yourself because you're, you're going to just keep job hopping around until you find the right place. Like be like, like, like I had said, I had put on all these professional sheens for every other job that I've been at and it would be a turn and burn job. I'd be there for a year nine months, you know, all these different things. Because once I got comfortable with them, they didn't like who the real Jackie was. Right. So all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm having these problems. So I was like, if I'm, I'm just one last shot at marketing, I'm going to go in here. I'm going to be 100% myself and see what happens. And they loved me and I found the right fit for that. And that's just, that was my story. That was what I was trying to tell them was that like, you know, like be yourself. Right. Like you don't need to have a professional sheen, like be respectful but right. in in the long term, do what's going to be right for you, and don't like sheen over your rough edges. You right. Know? Well, you should definitely, and you should definitely find where you belong. Yeah. In 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 your, I mean, in everything. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah, I mean, nice. I get that. Like, they don't want you swearing in front of kids. Yeah. But it was one f bomb. But still, it's PG thirteen. <laughs> You're allowed <laughs> like, to have one. They don't swear. <laughs> like, Come on. I know exactly and I was just like whatever it was like I'm sorry I was just being passionate we were vibing and but you know it happens um but with Lansing yeah no I think High Caliber definitely does try to be one of those destinations and those locations uh to bring people in 
try a lot with my different marketing tactics and everything like that. And I try to work with other places, you know, like that's, that's part of big kid bingo is working with like all the other cool places around Lansing. Right. And, yeah. you know, finding things. Oh, sure. My big ticket, my, my big ticket items are over in Detroit or the Jackson County fair, <laughs> but you know, well, it's all who donated, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, but, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's good. I mean, um, we're definitely trying, we are looking to expand and have a second location. Really? Those locations. Yeah. We're at, um, well, we've gone up in the air quite a few times about it. So like we, like the cities that you've mentioned, like Grand Rapids or Detroit and things like that, like we consider it, it's all just a matter of like, you know, picking out the right location. It's wild that we have been as successful as we are in Okemos, Lansing, yeah, right? I, because everyone's like, you built a go-kart track in Lansing and you're doing that well. Like, yeah, kind of like we gave the people what they wanted and they love it and they show up for it. So, right. well, I mean, you literally have everything that like an adult would want. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you have go-karts, you have drinking, you have axe throwing. Yep. Rage room. Rage room. Jelly ball blasters. Jelly ball blasters. Yeah. We're a big kid adult playpen kind of. And so. it's big. You don't feel con like confined. Yeah. Like, so when it's busy, like you yeah. can go do other things Yep. and you don't feel like you're waiting and the lines no, are terribly yeah. long. Usually not. Yeah. So, so <laughs> on Saturdays arcade? it can be, we have an arcade. We're actually expanding the car. I don't know if I should have said that, but we are expanding <laughs> the arcade. We're, we're going to, I'm excited for it. It's going to happen at the end of the summer. We're going to have like kind of a kid portion arcade what where we currently have it and then i believe we're going to be having like more arcade games like on on the other side just like over where by pocket soccer is okay um and we're gonna have like more adult games over there when i like that you guys you guys are starting to do you're starting to change it to where it's more family friendly yeah like you have this stuff for the adults but mm -hmm. you also have like the go-karts for the yep, kids the now go-karts yeah, yeah for those, kids five those and up. Are cute. so we are still very much focused on making sure the adults have fun but somebody right. once said to jordan our owner and ceo that like hey i'm an adult but i also like to have fun with my kids and he was like Oh, maybe we should have mini go-karts, you know, like, yeah. so they can have fun too. So how does that work? Do you race with the kids? So if, if you fits, you sits, oh. <laughs> um, but, uh, they are very small, but if, if you can fit your butt in, into those tiny little bucket seats, you can race with them. Okay. So there. it's just the little go-karts at, yeah. at, at the time. Mm -hmm. Yep. We, we, yeah. Every rate, we're never putting a, a regular size go-kart with a mini go-kart. It's okay. always just the mini. So you do sometimes see like adults out there and it goes at the slower speed and everything like that. Um, but they, uh, yeah, if you can fit in it, you can race it. I can kind of fit in it. I have very wide <laughs> hips. I kind of have to like do this, like rock with it type thing. Um, but it is, uh, it's fun. And then we lowered, um, we lowered the ages for all of our other activities that we could then we couldn't lower axe throwing obviously, but we lowered jelly ball blasters from eight to five throw bowling from eight to five arcade games are in there. Then, um, pocket soccer is for any age for the most part. I'm trying to think of what else we have. I think that's about it. Rage room. You can't do, but yeah, there's, so there's more activities now where, uh, cool. families can participate. So that's really cool. And I think important too, if yeah. you want to have a family day or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So second location, second any, location. anything else, um, anything else that's big and upcoming? Big kid bingo is coming I'm super excited for that. It's just going to be six weeks though. Hopefully we can continue it. Um, yeah, we've got some other big things coming, but I can't talk about them okay. yet. I don't even know if I was supposed to say anything about the arcade, but I did anyways. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, some, some exciting trivia nights that are coming up and stuff like that. We're moving the karaoke. Maybe, you know, since you are bringing up the open mic night and you don't physically work there, I'll give it some consideration I because think it's always the employees who are like, open night, mic night. And I think you guys need to do comedy. Yeah. It's a perfect spot. It's so, it's so big over there though. So it's like, if you don't yeah. fill it up with part like with, with I think, guests, I think the only issue that you might have with a comedy is that it's like a, 
people walk through there yeah, to get to that's, the other portion. That's the hardest part about it. That really yeah. is. And that's like why kind of why we stopped doing the live music events, you know, because it's like people that they just found it at like it's a free activity, but it was too passive. Right. And so is live like like a comedy show would be passive. Yeah. We found that people really enjoy karaoke because it's another activity to offer. Mm, it's something right. free that they can do during that off time, you know, during right. that downtime or something like that if they come in there. But it's more participation than just passive entertainment right. so i think that's why karaoke has been more successful than like the live music and things like that cool so yeah cool um and then as far as like events coming up do you guys have anything mm. anything this summer yes oh my god yeah of course <laughs> we do uh so i am um, as the marketing director i put on um uh these appreciation days that i i really focus on we just had one in may for teacher appreciation day it was teacher and staff wherein we invited all the teachers and staff the Lansing area, as long as they had an idea, it could be a janitor, lunch lady, it could be the uh, the pencil pushers, anything like that, could come out and you really get, don't like pencil pushers. I, I <laughs> they do the work I cannot do. I love them because they can do their brain works in ways that mine cannot. So it's actually it's adoration. That's what uh, that is. Okay. It's not hatred. Okay. It's adoration. <laughs> the people are doing the budget stuff though. I don't I don't know the office administrators. You right, know, people right. Like that. Um, they uh. They got to come in and play for free for an entire day. Uh, they got the all-access pass, and wow. um, that gives you access to all of our activities. So you get to come in, do all of that for free. You, we didn't pay for people's drinks. but <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, So they got to do that. And we have another appreciation day like that coming coming up. It's First Responders Appreciation Day. Um, it's where we invite, and it's our second one. So like this will be our third appreciation day, but our second annual First Responders Appreciation Day. It's going to be July 15th. Nope. July 18th. I just moved it. It's July 18th. It's a Tuesday. We're inviting first responders, EMTs, police officers, uh, emergency dispatch, and nurses this time around as well, too, out to have a free day of fun with us as well, oh. where they will get the all-access pass. We did our first one in September last year. We wanted to change the date a little bit um, to not have me packed back-to-back -back because we also have the Meridian Motor Fest, a big, big car show that happens over Labor Day weekend. So I'm just trying to spread myself out, you know, with all of our events, but that's going to be great. I'm super excited. I am just beginning to work on that marketing campaign where we do work with, like I do radio commercials. We do um, on-air commercials with Fox 47 where they kind of look like I'm a host talking to people, you know, that's and cool. stuff like that. That's really cool. And then, uh, you know, everything that we do online as well too. So that's really exciting. And then the other big event is at the end of the summer, it is the Meridian Motor Fest. It's on Sunday, September 3rd of Labor Day weekend. And it is more than just a car show. It's, it celebrates everything high octane. We're going to have a playhouse there for the kids. We're going to actually feature for the first time a junior entrepreneur children's market there where somebody reached out to us and we're like hey we have all these kids who like to like learn and sell things while learning like this whole market type right. thing so we're going to be featuring that with them wow. that's going to be really cool wow. um we also have all these classes and contests awards loudest exhaust um car limbo truck limbo Wow. Um, we have a car that you get to smash for like $5. You can like take a couple whacks at the car. So we kind of bring the rage room outside to, to a car smash. Um, we have a monster truck there for rides then as well too wow. for families and everything like that. That's and Labor Day weekend? Yes, it's Labor Day weekend. And what's really great is that all of the... All the money that we bring in, like through the sponsorships or people um, purchasing to be part of um, the class contest or anything like that, uh, all gets donated then to a nonprofit. I would love mm -hmm. to say what nonprofit that is right now, but I don't know if we've 
officially announced it, but just know it is a Lansing nonprofit, a uh, local mm. Lansing nonprofit okay. that we're going to be donating all of that to. And it's going to be really, it'll be like at least like 12 grand worth of donations or something uh, like that. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. It's cool to see a business like that. I mean, especially because high caliber is local. It's a, a locally owned business. Yeah. Um, it's cool to see them give back to the community. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the whole point behind um, <laughs> the appreciation dates and everything like that too. Um, as I went into 2023 as the marketing director, I'm like, okay, so I have to keep in mind that I have to have some sort of marketing continuity with every location that we might end up having, right? Mm. In like 10 years, we want to have like 12, 20 locations across the country, right? And I want that for us, right? So how am I going to market that? Because every, every location is going to be different. Like every, like the goofy stuff that we do. Yeah, the demographics are going to be different. People aren't going to necessarily get every joke that we could do or anything (laughs) like that, you know, because we are very jokey. But um, so I started on working on being high caliber in the community, which is like my flagship large camp marketing campaign that I can do at every location, no matter what community we're in, we're going to be participating with that community. So that's kind of the the whole basis. I'm working with Fox and Town Square Media with Whittle and everything like that. These are these large community channels, channels that you know you can go to to learn about local things that are happening. Right. right. And then working with them to just kind of challenge all of Lansing. So, I mean, maybe I should come in with your city rep (laughs) next time, but challenge all of Lansing to um, stand up and be a community together. And if they see us doing it, if they see this big, like large brand share the spotlight with these other smaller brands or events or um, all these other, like we sponsored the Capital City Film Festival. And then we were just sponsoring with communities and schools where they like, help children, you know, make sure that they're staying through school and like all of that, like actually like accomplishing all the way to graduation, providing them mental health or even shoes, you know, like all of the things that kids could need. So we, um, is that a, is that a program you guys sponsor it? So is that a program in the high school um, or schools? They're they're in like eight different schools, but it's like a national known. So, but we were working with the state one cities, uh, excuse me, communities and schools of Michigan. Okay. But it's a nationwide nonprofit, um, that we were just partnering with. So I call them our partners. And uh, what we do is we take our marketing and our, our spotlight, our limelight, and share it with them. So people recognize High Caliber already. And mm-hmm. it's like, how do I keep High Caliber at the front of mind instead of just doing general branding all the time, right? Just right. like go-karts all the time. It's like, right. okay, eventually you're going to know that we're just doing go-karts, right? Yeah. But how do I capitalize on getting individuals to want to continue spending money with us? Because our average customer comes in one time every eight months. So it's like, how can I get them to come in more often, A? And B, as we have more um, competition coming in, like Dave & Buster's is coming, Zap Zone is opening in the Lansing Mall, you know, like there's a couple of things that are direct competition kind right, of right. for us, kind of, like not the direct thing, but like but we it, have a lot of still, things in, like, som- in yeah. common, yeah. And the way I'm doing that is is um, by showing that we're a part of the community and that we care about the community. So that's kind of like, hey, like you need some marketing professional help or like you you have an event coming up like community decent schools has an event coming up you know and we're going to be attending that so we've been using some of our marketing money where it's just me hosting said communities and schools representative and telling like having them tell their story about their event that's coming up or what they do in the community and things like that so that's very cool yeah it's it's a big it's a large campaign to kind of wrap your mind around So how do you plan on doing that for all these different locations that you guys plan on opening mm -hmm. I mean, cause Same it, thing. it seems you think you can manage that or you, I mean, obviously you'd have to hire <laughs> people, but you would obviously be over that. Oversighting. Um, well, so like right now I do for, um, since it's a brand new campaign and I'm trying it out, uh, we're doing it six times throughout this year. Right. 
So um, it's like every other month for the most part that I'm doing these big, large campaigns of being mm-hmm. high caliber in the community. But it's it's the same thing as showing up. You know, it's starting off small, like Seems sponsoring. Like it, it is. But um, at the same point, like I've been building myself up and Zach up, our general manager and stuff like that, to kind of be one of the faces of high caliber. So like that way we can't have multiple faces at every location. Maybe that's the GM. Maybe it's something else. Maybe, right, right. maybe I'm traveling a lot. Who knows? But um that is something that we can accomplish at each location. I would just have to take my hands off the smaller things, right? I would have to have all the smaller things that I do, like flyers and emails and everything like that. That yeah. would have to be smaller. And I would have to dedicate my time to what that community sponsorship or partnership would look like in each location and just kind of like plan right. it out, you know? Right. So, but I have really great partners at Town Square Media and at Fox 47 who've like really helped us like develop this and figure it out. And That's really cool. All of that other that's stuff. Really, yeah. That's really cool. So. Um, Jackie, is there anything else you want to talk about real quick? No, no. I'm dried. I'm dried up now. (laughs) (laughs) We've been going for over an hour. So I figured, (laughs) um, well, thank you for doing this. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. It was good. I hope I could answer a little bit more about Lansing, but yeah. (laughs) So I I think it was fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, No, I think it was fine. Are you sure your eyes are like telling me like you could have done better? No, no. I, I think you're really good. You're a good guest. You're a good. Okay, okay. So your husband should definitely start a podcast and he you, does. Should, you should co-host yeah. it. I know, right? This. <laughs> no, I need him to have the podcast so his anger doesn't come out towards me for the food. <laughs> like if the food's bad, like I don't want to be a part of that. I want to just put him in a little bubble and like you have your anger bubble over here and I'm just going to enjoy my, <laughs> my happiness. So. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But. All right. Well, thanks for doing this, Jackie. Thank you so much for having me. It's been Abs- great. Absolutely. And uh, I'm sure we'll do it again. All right. Sounds All right, good. Cool. Bye. Thanks. Thanks.